the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing the Welcome, everybody, to episode 97 of What a Beautiful Podcast with your host, me, Jack. And I'm Andy, as always, and we're back with another episode of whatever this is. We're glad to have I, you here. I was thinking about it, and I was like, we're just doing a radio play these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, a, like a, a not rehearsed, uh, not practiced radio play. <laughs> yeah, an improv radio play. Welcome like we're, to we're doing podcast. a script reading, basically. <laughs> yeah, this is a table read of like the worst kind. Of other JoJo podcasts, just talk about the manga. But what other podcast reads it to you? Yeah, you can't. You can't get that kind of content anywhere. I mean, you probably can. I don't know. <laughs> I actually I mean, haven't checked. <laughs> if you splice all this together, you pretty much have an audiobook for most of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is something. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's before. uh, you can't get that most places that's sort of a unique service we provide as a piece of entertainment if i could dare call it that Ooh, a piece of entertainment fancy words oh anyway what a beautiful podcast we're doing jojo today as always part five the boys are in trouble and in our later segment we have a we have a new we have a new thing coming up. We'll, we hope yeah, you like it, but we'll get yeah. There. You'll see when we get there. I'm very I'm very excited about it. And if you know me for five seconds, you'll know exactly what it is. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Where we last left our heroes, they were looking at toilets. Yeah, they're very normal looking toilets. I guess they sure are toilets. Yeah, the, I mean, this Italian toilet has a dial instead of, like, a flusher thing, so that's that's neat. And if you're just uh, joining us, Narancia is in a really bad spot right now, so he got his tongue ripped out and then replaced with a new tongue that makes him unable to tell the truth. Everything he says is a lie. Mmm, talking head. Which, funny enough, is I made a goof for the name and the and the and the thumbnail last episode about the movie Liar Liar, but it's actually the opposite. In Liar Liar, he had to tell the truth. Oh, was that how that worked? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, I mean, you could have you could have used the thumbnail from that one Ricky Gervais movie, but I'd rather you didn't because Ricky Gervais is just a dickhole. <laughs> He's the fucking worst man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. No, I let's pretend that liar liar is in, in fact about lying. Yeah, it's well, it is about lying, sort of. It's close enough. So anyway, close enough. Yeah. So the gang doesn't know what the hell is going on, and Narancia is just like yelling non complete nonsense. So it's not good. <laughs> no, everyone's in a bad spot because Clash, this shark, is able to get close to him. While Narancia distracts them because of Talking Head. Yep, um, it's a it's a one-two punch, you know. Yeah, that's why these guys are working in duo. They travel in twos. Uh, we open on Clash and Talking Head Part Three with Moody Blues coming out to play first time in a bit. Yeah. I'll ju- I'll figure out just what kind of stand he's got. Moody Blues, transform into whoever was in this bathroom a few seconds ago and track them down. I, like, don't like that idea. <laughs> track down <laughs> this toilet man. <laughs> who Get him. I need to know who was using this bathroom five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Rancha bursts in, like, screaming, covering his mouth. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Moody Blues can reveal the stand's appearance. That's fine, but I can't let them track the enemy. Once he's in the water, he's a sitting duck. I gotta warn them. I can only tell lies, but I have to warn them. Narancia desperately turns the faucet on to do something. Swivel, 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 swivel. Damn it. 
I won't open my mouth, no matter what. They keep approaching water, but I'll protect them with force if I have to. Figure it out, guys. There's another stand in my mouth. Ha! <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. And it's attacking us at this very moment. Figure it out. And now his tongue is doing some weird things. Yeah, this is talking head, the tongue out of uh, Naranch's mouth unswiveling the faucet turning it back on spraying water everywhere <laughs> Moody Blues approaches the toilet <laughs> Moody Blues inspects the toilet mm, I'll transform Moody Blues right here ah check this out don't look look right in here don't look in here <laughs> And Naranch is literally pissing into the toilet. Yeah. There's, there's more piss content in part five than I remember. Like, I remember the big <laughs> one, but there is, I didn't quite remember this one. Oh, God. Is this is this Narancia reacting or Abaccio reacting? This I don't is Abaccio reacting. What the fuck? That's fucking nasty. Come over here, Abaccio. Go away. Take a good look at this. <laughs> What the hell is he saying? I don't know you were into that weird shit, dude. And we were only in here because you said the enemy was inside. Did you really see him? <laughs> Wait one moment. Abaccio, mister, something strange. Think about it. Naranch has been acting odd for a while. <laughs> he got, he got, he got attacked. attacked by the enemy. And now he's lost. Oh, is, is that? Oh, uh, I don't know. He got attacked by the enemy, and now he's lost his mind. See how he's covering his mouth? Could there be something wrong inside of his mouth? Could this have something to do with how they attacked his tongue? Wow, finally somebody put it together. Like, that's the weirdest, it's weirdest possibility is that maybe that there's a stand attacking Narancia, and that's why he's acting like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, it had to be Giorno to figure it out. It's like, right, because right, right. is the only one in this group with any fucking brains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ah, I knew Jorno could do it. What a sharp guy. Just a bit more. One push and one more push and Jorno will figure out why I can't open my mouth. Hey, tell us what's going on. Let me see. We can't tell what you're saying if you don't open your mouth. No, back off, mister. Don't butt into this. Just let Jorno figure it out. If there's something going on, let me see it. Is anything wrong? Nope, nothing's wrong. I'm perfectly fine, mister. No, Jordo! Why did Mister have to interfere? See, nothing's wrong with him. He's just so ashamed of being attacked. He's gone nuts, right? Y yeah. Bukalati, I think Narancia was just seeing things again. We might have an easier time figuring out the nature of the, the nature of the enemy stand if we track them down from the table. No, don't! You can't track him, but I've almost done it. Jornos almost figured it out. I just need to make him realize what's going on before Rabaccio can transform. Ah! Ah! Oh, oh god. <laughs> so, uh, Talking Head, the tongue, has pickpocketed Narancia, grabbing his switchblade and slicking it open. Oh. Oh, what is it? And, uh, slicing open one of his fingers? Okay. Oh, my knife! What the hell was that for? Knife back into Narancia's pocket. <laughs> Narancia, huh? Your fingers are hurt. Did you cut them on something? Did they caught on something in the sinks? Here, let me take a look. Something's happening. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, he cut his... Oh, I see. Wait, wait a minute. Is this his plan? Damn it, he cut my fingers so he could warp into my blood. <laughs> Great. I'll stop the bleeding. Let me have a look. No, stay back, Jorno. Stay away from the blood. Ah, uh, sure thing. Heal me up, Jorno. Huh? Ah! <laughs> sure I will. Just let me see your wounds. Uh, Such a oh, good go away, Jorno. I'm not even hurt all that bad. I can't treat these little cuts on my own. Stay back. The bleeding won't stop. It hurts like hell, Jorno. You gotta heal me. <laughs> no, shit, this is bad. If I take my hands off my mouth, I start talking uncontrollably. But if I cover with my hands, Jorno will get attacked from the blood. Man, I wonder, I hope my neighbors aren't home. <laughs> <laughs>
Are your walls thin enough that they can hear? I don't know, but I'm just basically raving like an absolute <laughs> lunatic right now. <laughs> Someone has their ear against the wall. It's just like, what the fuck? What is this person talking about? Do I need call, to call someone? Call the cops. No, the other cops. <laughs> the secret cops. <laughs> we need to get the secret police in here. <laughs> yes, I know that. Just let me touch it. This this is the enemy strategy. This is gonna they're gonna get Jorno first. That way he won't be able to tell the rest of us. And I'm just their pawn, goddammit! Come on, Durancha, show me your wounds. Aerosmith! Airhog, own the skies. <laughs> Aerosmith out of nowhere coming in, uh, peppering the bathroom wall with bullets, uh, puncturing a pipe. And uh, he uh, burns his wounds shut. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I. Okay. Because the bullets are part of Narancia because they're part of his stand. I guess they're his. The bullets correspond with his fingers. He shoots them at a really hot pipe. Uh, and... No, he just puts his hands on the hot pipe after oh, he oh, lets okay. the steam come I... out. Oh, oh, Sometimes the, the cigar steam... is just a cigar, Jack. <laughs> you know what? I was overthinking it way too hard. <laughs> I, I know I we, we've we've been conditioned to do that. No, it's fine. I thought about it more than Rocky did. Okay, sizzle, <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. Flesh sounds. Ugh. Garancha, okay. is something wrong? Have you been under attack this entire time? But for some reason, you can't tell us the truth. Ding, All right. fucking ding. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you finally got it, Jorno. I can't respond, but you're exactly right. Is something inside your mouth from the, from the first attack, perhaps? Perhaps some ability that forces you to speak in opposites? All right, Jorno, I knew you could do it. Thank God, you finally figured it out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, oh no, oh no. Because Narancha shot that pipe to get the steam out, it's been leaking water all over the floor. I burned that pipe to stop my bleeding, but now it's bent. Water's leaking from the base. Oh shit, no! Jordo! Chomp, chomp, chomp. Here comes this weird, like, coelacanth shark. <laughs> Just takes out Jorno to the ground. Damn. This is... This is like, have you seen uh, trailers for that new shitty movie, uh, like Meg, the Meg or Meg? I heard about that, that like yeah. China bait garbage. <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham's throwing his hat into the Chinese ring. It's like, oh uh, yeah. What if, what if I just do this? It's, it's that. Everybody kind of just wants that rock money, that Dwayne Johnson cash. You know what I mean? I mean, he made a movie called fucking Skyscraper. <laughs> oh, dude, but that's the thing about the Rock is he was like, he was the 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 renaissance man of the china bait game he's been in on this for years <laughs> he, he's he tapped his spigot to that thing before yeah. he, people even knew it was a tree he's like oh i'm getting ground floor here Look, come on fill, fill up this bucket let's go and then matt damon got in on it like mm-hmm. that that was the most obvious one mm-hmm but that was that was trying to make bait made by the Chinese. They just wanted a white guy in the starring role. Mm-hmm. And they got him. Yeah. Like, they made a lot of toys off that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clash and Talking Head, part four. Jordo's getting dragged away. He's sinking into that tiny puddle. Ah, Jordo! Oh, so Clash can, like, shloop someone else into the water? Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, this one hasn't been talked about yet. Tries to shoot Clash. It warps from one puddle to the next. He can't even take Jorno... He can even take Jorno's body with him. He could teleport between bodies of water. Even those little puddles. This bathroom looks enormous. (laughs) This bathroom (laughs) looks like a football field now. Hey, Jorno. The rancher. What was that noise? Is everything all right? He's nothing messed up. We're in deep shit. We'll be over in a minute. You gotta get back here. All right. Uh, oh, was I doing we, this guy's voice? You were Car- you were Carrot Top. Yeah. I don't even remember what voice I gave him. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I bitten in. First, we take out Giorno Giovanna, and we take away his power to create life and heal. 
Then it'll be a piece of cake to kill the others one by one. Yeah, just as planned. But you need to stop Jorno from breathing right now, Squallo. The report said Naranch's aerosmith detects carbon dioxide. Even with Jorno unconscious, his breath will lead Naranch's straight to your clash. Jumping, to between, jumping between bodies of water won't help you here. You can't let Aerosmith detect your location and intercept you. He'll follow you back here. You must completely stop Jorno's breathing right away before you leave the restroom. The, the enemy's already... Ugh, the enemy's already Narancia. Jorno, point that shark my way! Hold still, damn it! I'll tear you a new one. Already sent the two enemy stands here. Buta 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 buta. Aerosmith unloads right as Clash teleports again. Ah, Jorno! Shit, not good. Jorno's getting taken away, and when I miss my shots, it just splashes water everywhere and makes things worse. <laughs> He's got his targeting computer deployed. <laughs> Oh, this this is fantastic here. We have a close-up on Naranch's face with his targeting computer, and then a little puddle on the wall of the bathroom with a tiny little Giorno in it. <laughs> there he is! He's still in the restroom. I gotta cut him off. Even if he can teleport, I can still punch a hole in him as long as I get the timing down. Looks like he got a radar in his face now. I was right. He's trying to predict where you'll warp to and then shoot you down. You need to clamp down your jaws and stop Giorno from breathing. Don't tell me what I already know, Tiziano. The problem is... Butta, butta, butta. Airhog tries to get to Giorno. Shloop, 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 shloop. It's not easy to attack Giorno while I'm on the move. Keeps bouncing between all the puddles in the bathroom. Alright, perfect timing. Time to shoot him down. Butta, butta. Ooh, okay. Yikes! Uh, Clash shrinks down and schlorps into Jorno's throat. What? He dug into his throat! Oh, and shoots Jorno in the process. Yikes. Ah, Jorno, I didn't mean to! Teleports away. What? Is. is. breathing the. Bl the what? What? Oh. The, it, the it, blip on the targeting it, computer. Oh, right. Is breathing the blip? The blip from Jordo's breathing. It just dropped off my radar. Shit, they got away. Excellent. One down. Clash dove from the restrooms into the sewers. I'll move the. I'll move with the flow and dump Jordo's corpse in the canal. They can't tell how I attacked just by looking at the body. But wait, Squallow. What was that now? Uh, I was. I was Jordo. I was gonna take him into the canal. No. I meant Narancia. What did Narancia just say? I almost missed it, but I'm pretty sure he said, You got away. He said it out loud. He said your radar blip vanished. He said you got away, even though my talking head is still attached to his tongue. Squallow, get away from there. You mustn't stay in that sewer. What are you saying, Tiziano? I've completely stopped Jorno from breathing. Nobody can track my clash at this point. He said you got away on purpose. It was a feint to stall Clash's teleportation for as long as he could. Don't ask me how he did it. All I know is he's detected you. Boom, oh, shit. Boom. And we see Aerosmith has followed Giorno's body into the sewers by tracking the CO2 coming from the holes in his chest that he made with Aerosmith. Oh, my Sick. God. <laughs> oh, oh, the plan comes together. Oh, this is this is Narancia, okay. Yes, yeah, Narancia thinking. Jorno moved on purpose. Back then, he got shot on purpose. He made that smoke before his breathing got cut off so I can track him. He's inside the throat. I know exactly where you are. The throat's five centimeters up from the smoke. I was right. Oh, they got away. Now tear him up. I was right. Get away from there. Uh, oh shit uh carrot top has a couple chunks taken out of his thigh and arm gotcha yes. bitch jordo stopped breathing but he's not dead just yet even if he's not breathing now we just need to get him conscious in the next few minutes and he'll survive not to mention jordo can plug up his own wounds damn it squallow you've been hit twice now i'll chase the smoke trail coming out of you 
All right, Te I chased them out of the sewer. Teleports away. It teleports to a fish tank in this random restaurant. <laughs> Love it. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, I'm going snappy through this. All right. <clears throat> a clash and Talking Head, part five. We got a stand profile on Talking Head. <clears throat> stand name, Talking Head, Master Tiziano. Destructive Force E, Speed E, Effective Range B, Permanence A, Precision E, Growth E. Ability, once attaches to a human's tongue, the afflicted person will only be able to speak in lies. It has negligible, negligible speed and power of its own, but it can stretch the tongue and use it to grab objects. Alright, I hate that it has like suckers on the back of it. I know. <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be attaching to, to things. Mm-hmm. Abacho's here. And Moody Blues is trying and, yeah, to the whole, As usual, clash. the whole rest of the gang has no idea what the fuck's going on, except the yeah. two of them at most that are involved in the attack. Yeah, the rest are, are just watching this glass of water with Moody Blues in it. it That's intently. really, like, the number one reason why the ending chapters of Part 5 are easily the most memorable is because all, actually all, the entire gang gets involved <laughs> yes. in the fight. <laughs> no one's, like, asleep. Or, yeah. like, looking the other direction or eating a sandwich. Like, <laughs> everyone's participating. Yeah. It's so rare. It's no use, Bukalati. I'm trying to replay the enemy, but I can't go any further than this. But it was only here for a moment after that. My moody blue... Wait, although that's still Abaccio top. Yeah, it's Abaccio top. We can plainly tell the enemy was on this table, but it was only here for a moment. And after that, my booty, my booty blues can't play or transform anymore. What does that mean, Abaccio? I don't know. He might have a teleportation ability, but that doesn't explain anything. It's like the tape's been cut. I can't figure out what the enemy is. <laughs> in all right, okay, I see. So everyone's been in this restaurant the whole time. Uh, the the bathroom is here. Like the hundred yard bathroom, Narancha is like stalking around trying to find Squallow and Jorno and Clash. Um, stalks into the room where this fish tank is, where Clash is just sitting on top of Jorno's body. Great! All the boys have no. This it's happening in the same room. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is bad. Very bad. He's perfectly locked on to your clash and its teleports. Damn that, Narancha! He's more trouble than we thought! No, it's Jorno. If he hadn't taken hits from Aerosmith machine guns, this wouldn't have happened. Damn it! Diving underwater isn't putting out that smoke! I've been hit by bullets from a stand ability! That smoke keeps coming out, even underwater! Even after the smoke fades, he might still be able to sniff out the faintest fumes! Oh, it's stand smoke. Right, stand smoke, right. <laughs> he'll he'll hit me the moment I warp away. I have to hide somehow. If I can just take Jorno outside his detection radius, then victory is ours, just his plan. Then, one by one, we'll kill them all, starting with Narancha. Jorno, Jorno and Clash teleports to a large bottle of water, to a bucket, to a champagne bottle, to another bucket. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, bucket to bucket. I've been watching you this whole damn time, you goddamn shark! Looks like you can't warp too far. I don't think you can jump more than two to three meters at a time. You're remote controlled and damn fast to boot, but all that comes with a drawback. Shloops into a bowl. Oh, bullets. Oh, Narancia shit. Called it. Oh, <laughs> oof, oof. Squallow. Oh, is that his head? Mm, yep. Mm, mm. Take the bolt to the head. Uh, his arm! It just keeps getting more accurate! It's warping slower now, because maybe he's hurt. He's slowing down! Bullets into this pot of boiling water. Out comes Clash. Out comes Jorno. Squallow! Gotcha! Jorno's out of the water. All right, one more burst and he's done for. Jorno's, Jorno's only stopped breathing. He'll survive as long as we give him first aid. Squallow, you may be aware of this, but you mustn't let go of Jorno, even if it slows down your warping. Even if we die here, the assassination order comes straight from the boss. Hang in there. Hang in there and make your escape. 
Eat lead, you fucking fish! Huh? 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 This smell. You think I've let Jorno go? Not quite, Tiziano. I'll be taking Jorno out to sea and letting him sleep with the fishes, just as planned. That's right, letting Narancha shoot me was part of the plan. All's going as planned. Narancha, Narancha, you spilled the water out of the pot, and now you can't fire Aerosmith's guns anymore. You can no longer track us. You put out... You put out the stove yourself. Even the tiniest spark might get set off an explosion, and even that, and even if you survive that, this whole place goes up in flames, and you won't be able to find me within all that carbon dioxide anymore. No. Rip up Aerosmith's guns and shoot me now if you can, Norancha. Ho, 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 ho. Clash snuggles up to Jorno once more, goes to teleport. Shoot me, I dare you. Victory is ours. If I can't shoot, then I won't hit him. Oh. oh my god. I uh, still got other ways of fucking you up. Like, pushes Aerosmith into Clash using the propeller to just slice up this weird fish. Uh, flings it against the wall of this kitchen, uh, saving Jorno. Hells yeah, I saved Jorno. I caught the enemy, Bucalati. Mista, he's right here, Abaccio. The enemy can warp between bodies of water. Huh? Huh? What did I just say? Did I? Did I just tell the truth? I just told Bucalati to get over here. Yeah, yeah, there was another enemy in my mouth. So how, how did I tell the truth? Squallo. My talking head was on Naranch's tongue. But I just let it go. Now, victory is ours. All according to your plan. Yes, just as planned. We suffered some wounds, but the boss should be pleased with our performance. Did you need us, Narancia? Why are you at the back of the restaurant? Did you say the enemy was here? So the enemy... <clears throat> Fuck. Well, the enemy can warp between bodies of water. That explains things, Abaccio. Oh, Mist is going to fire his gun, and there's a lot of gas in here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Whoa, what the hell? Jorno got attacked while we were out. Is that the enemy? Point, huh? Points at Clash. What? What? Yes, I released my talking head from Narancia's tongue, but only for a moment. And now it's back. Squallow, make your move. This is the final attack. It's smooth sailing from here. No, no, don't shoot, Mr. Jorno's finally awake now. You'll blow up the gas. Eat this, motherfucker. Fire away, Mr. Let her rip. Huh? <laughs> He's so distressed here. Yeah, I'm on it. Here we go, pistols. What? More lies. Click. Boom. <laughs> oh, Mr. pulls the trigger and... Everything, big ex, big gas explosion from the uh, from the stove. What? Sh sh shit! No, I can't find them on the way on the radar. It's all because I lied. Jorno's gonna get taken away. Oh! And on that cliffhanger. Yep. We will, we will leave it there. And next week we'll pick up on Clash of Talking Head Part Six, which is that. Is that the end? Oh, no, there's a part One seven. More. Yeah. yeah, there's a part seven. And then after part seven, uh, what is this? Flight <laughs> oh. code null. Head for Sardegna. One, another one of these interstitial chapters. And I think that's after that comes Notorious B.I.G. Yep, Notorious B.I.G. And then Spice Girl. And then, then it's pretty much just the beginning of the end at that point. Other than yeah, uh, other than Green Day, which oh I forgot how long Green Day is. Oh my Green, God! Green Day and Oasis is like fourteen chapters. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, it's exactly fourteen. Yeah, we, no, and don't forget about King Crimson versus Metallica because that that fight rules. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you know, Endgame yeah, no. is coming someday. Oh. I'm just looking at the Requiem Plays Quietly Part 1 and just, oh. 
Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm very excited about where we are. But now, in the present, Andy, do you want to tell our fine people at home what we will be doing uh, for the back half of this episode and many more episodes to come? We will be covering the first major story arc of the original Dragon Ball. Oh. Yep. And as you might have heard, if you listen to the show, Dragon Ball is really important to me. It's uh, it's an extremely classic manga written by who I feel to be the the greatest mangaka and character designer of all time, Akira Toriyama. God bless that man. I mean, the fact that his designs have like transcended like Dragon Ball, and you find his stuff in like a a lot. Of oh God, yeah, dude. I can Japanese go off content. the list, you know. Dragon Quest, Chrono Trigger, uh, Blue Dragon, um, fucking and all his other manga that he's done. You know, Doctor Slump is another famous work that he did. That never mm. really got popular over here because uh, gag manga like that works best as being serialized in a magazine, not so much uh, being sold as a as a graphic novel. But Doctor Slump is still great. It's just like it's not really a story. <laughs> No, it's just like a chapter to chapter, like, hey, there's a funny thing happening. Hey. Yeah, exactly. So if you're reading Weekly Shonen Jump in Japan in the 80s, uh, that's why Dr. Slump was really fucking popular. Because it was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. But uh, so Dragon Ball is really like Shonen as we know it today is all because of Dragon Ball. Before Dragon Ball, uh, Shonen heroes and Seinen heroes were all fucking Kenshiro ripoffs. So they were all these, like, muscular big dudes that didn't really have any character development. They all just, like, punched people and and they just won. So, like, Fist mm-hmm. of the North Star was, like, the popular manga. And then all manga tried to rip off Fist of the North Star. And then Dragon Ball came around and changed everything. And I think the main reason for that is its main character Goku's this little kid. <laughs> he's just a little little boy. Yeah, he's a this little, little this little fucking monkey kid. And that was like so radically different than the other manga coming out at the time. So like the early arc that we're gonna read doesn't isn't really like a shonen martial arts thing. It's like kind of still like an adventure gag manga kind of thing. But mm-hmm. once the martial arts stuff kicks in, that's when Dragon Ball really got popular. Because the whole thing was that Goku starts when Goku starts out, he sucks. And there was no other, like, martial arts hero at the time in manga that was like that. That was just, like, terrible. Yeah, so, like, in in original Dragon Ball, Goku loses fights all the time. He needs mm. to learn from Master Roshi. He needs to learn from Tien and Yamcha and all the other characters he meets that, like, teach him to get stronger until the end where he, where he fights what is, like, really, like, the first, like ultimate villain of dragon ball the king piccolo and that's kind of like the culmination of everything because it starts out as like sort of like a a funny adventure then it turns into a martial arts training story with master roshi and the world martial arts tournament and then the red ribbon army saga happens where it's another sort of like adventure thing where they're fighting off all these weird androids and stuff and then it kind of all culminates with the piccolo stuff but you all know what happens after that, so I assume most people listening to this know what Dragon Ball Z is. So that is the continuing story of Dragon Ball, which originally is just, like, still part of the Dragon Ball manga. There is no Dragon Ball Z manga. It's all just Dragon Ball. It's all just the D-ball. Yeah, the no. D-ball. But no, You know what? I said that, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that, my ramblings aside, Dragon Ball is it really is incredible, and it holds up better than I think a lot of people want to give it credit for in the year of our Lord 2018. So if you haven't experienced the original Dragon Ball manga or seen the anime, then uh, listen to this, and hopefully maybe you'll give it a shot, because reading the manga is a really special like way to experience the story, because it's directly from the hands of Toriyama, which you don't really get anymore because he's mostly retired at this point so it's really something special and i've never read dragon ball so i'm in for a treat oh god are you ever yeah so throw out any preconceived notions you might have about dragon ball z and just kind of 
go into this with a fresh mind because it is nothing like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so anyway, um, without yeah. further ado, we're going to start with Volume 1, Chapter 1. Uh, I'll do like the narrator. Okay. Andy will be playing the part of Goku. I will be playing the part of Bulma. Let's see how <laughs> this goes. <laughs> A long, long time ago, deep in the mountains, over thousands of kilometers from the city, this is where our fantastic tale begins. Hey! Morning! We got Goku, little Goku, with a big saw rolling a log just down along a river. There's monkeys, there's fish, like, Akira Toriyama animals, great. This background, great. Uh, Chapter 1. Baruma and Son Goku. Uh, this is the first of every single cover for Dragon Ball, all the way through the end of Dragon Ball Z, are amazing. The cover mm-hmm. art that he does for goddamn every single chapter is just flawless. You get this. It's always like this This one is sort of has to do with the story, but later on, usually the chapters just start being these like meaningless, just like art pieces, basically, where... Toriyama really flexes his uh, mechanical designs. So that's like a really underappreciated aspect of Toriyama's art is his mechanical design is like fucking unparalleled. Like nobody draws vehicles and robots and stuff like he does. Yeah, he has a very unique vision that carries through in all of his mechanical designs. Like you can look at something and be like, oh yeah, that's a Kira Toriyama. Yeah, exactly. His his style is so unique that it, it, it really is incredible. So, we cut to our friend Goku here, which, like, if you see this early drawing of Goku, like, this stanced-up gawk here, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's very different than the Goku most people would know. <laughs> yeah, that everyone comes to know and love. We just, right now, we just have a small child fighting a piece of wood. His hair is really weird. See how it just has, like, spikes coming off to the side, but it's still, like, uh, kind yeah, of, like, flat at the top. Yeah. yeah. His haircut develops over time into the iconic, uh, the iconic look. But uh, so let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not. Even, you know, I'm not going to read these. <laughs> these are the sound effects for Goku. Yeah, doing I was going to. I was, was, was going to say, is, is he going to do the sound effects? Is he going to just yell? No, nah, I'm not going to do the sound effects. So Goku's okay. fighting this piece Goku of wood, yelling, so he can break it up into firewood. So mm-hmm. this is just showing that Goku lives on his own in the middle of the woods and everything he does he does like you know hunting and gathering shit so mm-hmm. he beats and he uses his you and it also shows that this kid is unnaturally strong this isn't just a uh, a random monkey child you know <laughs> oh yeah he has a tail he has a tail and also tail. blow like try to ignore the dragon ball z lore so like goku is just a kid with a tail piccolo is a demon there's no aliens yet. There's there's none of that. This is just uh, very down to earth. <laughs> All right. Yay! All done chopping the wood. Boy, I'm hungry. Goku goes into his little house and he he approaches this strange orb that he refers to as his grandfather. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grandpa, I'm gonna go get some food. Hmm. What should I eat today? cut to a different scene with a blue-haired girl in front of a really cool-looking car. Right? <laughs> like, what oh. even is that? <laughs> oh, that's a Renault Twingo, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Renault. The, okay. Like, a, re- a really cool... It's a, like a hot hatch, like a like a race car European hatchback. It's cool. Okay. Uh, and this is Bulma. Yes, Bulma is... Because her shirt says Bulma. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you know it's Bulma. She becomes... She's, like, basically Araki's favorite character to draw because she shows up in covers, in in cover pages and parts of the story that she's, like, not even in. He just really likes to draw her. (laughs) Araki. Did I say Araki? I'm sorry. (laughs) Toriyama loves to draw Bulma. (laughs) Yeah, Bulma's a great character. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and we see her looking at this mysterious device in her hand. It should be around here somewhere. Hmm. Maybe a little more to the west? It's gotta be here somewhere. Gets into her car, speeds off along this mountainside road. Back to Goku. 
You there? Oh, sorry. I just ate a bear. I just ate a bear earlier. Wonder if there's a tiger nearby. <laughs> Cut to this giant cliff. Okay, time to eat a fish for once in a while. He hops off the cliff. And, all right, we have to really talk about the panel layouts here because this is another thing that Toriyama is really, really good at. Like, Oh, yeah. So this is, this is really good composition. Yeah, so you see him jump off of the cliff, and then your eyes just, like, fall down these three panels here that show the motion of him grabbing this tree and then, like, launching off of it. It really mm -hmm. is amazing how, how much motion there is he's able to convey. Oh, yeah. It's great. Leaps down into this, uh, where this waterfall's coming down. Uh, <laughs> uses his tail to, like, attract a fish. <laughs> oh, and the fish is thinking. I like this. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do the fish. <laughs> do the fish. Hmm? <laughs> what do we have here? A monkey? A stray cat? Chomp. Fish leaps out of the water. Goku is completely naked. And he kicks the fish in the face. <laughs> to, like, to death. Yep. Oh, this is a giant fish, by the way. This is like, a, what if a fish was a man? Oh, yeah. In in the dragon world, uh, there are dinosaurs and giant fish and dog people. And it, it, it runs the whole gambit. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Oh, yeah. A big fish! A big fish! Goku drags his fish. Engine sounds. Huh? What's that sound? Ah! Car. You know, here's a funny little factoid about this uh, scene is that the beginning of the Dragon Ball anime is like, you know, a lot of people like to say like, oh, isn't it funny that the drag the story of Dragon Ball starts off with Bulma hitting Goku with her car? But mm. in the anime, she like runs into him with her car and like knocks him over and she thinks he's dead and it's this whole thing. That was oh, weirdly... Yeah? misadapted <laughs> like because huh. that's absolutely not what happens in the manga but it became yeah, the sort of I'll... like iconic moment and uh when they did a movie version of this arc they they made like a, a big budget mo uh, animated movie adaptation of this arc mm. they included the part where goku hit gets hit with the car so it just kind of uh through some kind of like uh cultural osmosis it just became generally accepted that that's what happened but it actually but doesn't huh. yeah interesting Okay. Yeah, fun fact. But Bulma does not hit Goku with her car. In fact, <laughs> swerves to miss him just in case. You surprised me! Hey, that's dangerous! You monster! You're trying to steal my catch, aren't you? <laughs> I won't let you get away with that! <laughs> huh? Huh? Goku picks up Bulma's Reno and just <laughs> tosses it aside. The wheels break off. Great. Come on, I'm gonna fight you! Oh, Bulma has gun. <laughs> ah, a weird fairy crawled out from the monster. You little brat. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're on page 16 and Bulma has shot Goku with a gun. Great. Oh, man. Right in the face, too. Yeah, like literally right in the fucking head. <laughs> ow, ow, what was that? What was that just now? Fairy magic? G no way. No way. What? Why didn't you die? <laughs> fairy, this is the end for you. Wait a sec. Wait a second. I'm not a fairy. I'm a human. Eh? A human? Really? Of course. Just like you. Look, look. It's don't, me, a human. Don't move a muscle. That's Bulma. Oh, you're really distrustful. Looking sad. Goku looking inspects sad. Bulma. You seem different from me somehow. You look really soft and weak. Well, of course I am. You're a boy and I'm a delicate girl. Girl? You're a girl? What a country bumpkin. You've never seen a girl before? This is the first time I've seen another human. My deceased grandpa said, if I ever met a girl, to be nice to her. See, you've got to be nice to me. So, Wink. 
So girls don't have tails, huh? Eh? Eh? Hmm, hmm? interesting. <laughs> How stupid. He has a fake tail attached to himself. Does he think it looks cool? By the way, what kind of monster? What kind of what kind of a monster was that? Did you catch it? It's not a monster. It's a car. A machine made by humans. So this is a car. I've heard about these. Hmm, it's great but weak. Does this mean you came from the city? Well, yeah, far west from here. Come to my house. Since you're a girl, I'll give you some food. You better not do anything weird. <laughs> You're really strong for such a small kid. Haha, <laughs> Grandpa trained me. He sure is a weirdo, but that power of his could really come in handy. Wait a minute, what a run-down place. Grandpa, look, it's a girl. A girl came to our house. Goku ag again talking to this mysterious orb. Yeah, talking to the ball. Hmm? Huh? There it is, the Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really was here, just like on the radar. Hey, don't touch, Grandpa. That's Grandpa's memento. Girls can't touch it. Fine, fine. I guess I'll just explain it to you. Look. And pulls out two other orbs from her bag. So, uh, so Goku has the four star, and she has the five star and the two star. Correct. Yes. Ah, Grandpa, you have two of them. Two grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> These are called Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls? I found one in the cellar at home and I wondered what it was. So I asked a bunch of people, but no one was able to tell me. After doing a lot of research, I finally found a document that explained everything to me. These are called Dragon Balls, and there are seven in all. They all shine brightly and have stars on them numbering from one to seven. You're right. Grandpa's has four on it. That okay. That's the four. That's the yeah. four star ball. So the, the James all have. All right, ball. yeah. As the note says, and this is like a thing. The, each Dragon Ball has its own name. But yeah, they just call it the four star and the two star. In English, the, yeah, they never acknowledge that each of them has their own name. Huh. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess it's because it's all based on, like... The, the names like, are based off the Chinese numbers, so you're talking, like, three layers of translation deep, yeah. so they just, like... They so just, just don't bother. Work. Yeah, it okay. just doesn't work. That's the four-star ball. The first one I found was the two-star ball. I found this one ten days ago, after searching all around a valley in the north. That five-star ball. You're searching for these? Yeah, collecting all seven is going to be a real challenge. But what are you collecting them for? To make a rosary? Yeah, right. When you collect all seven, something amazing happens. After reciting the magic words when all seven are together, Shenlong, or the god of all dragons, appears and will answer one wish, no matter what it is. Ah, oh, this... This, this drawing of Shenron is, is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually Shenron or is Shenlong? Because I don't know if Shenlong is like dragon or is it just like a romanticized version It's both. Of that? Okay. Whatever. It's both. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Apparently the last person to collect all the Dragon Balls became king. But after a while, the Dragon Balls all scatter. So now I'm trying to collect them again. <laughs> and I've already decided on my wish. I was really tempted to decide on Eternal Strawberry that never runs out, but it's gotta be this. A wonderful boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I yep. love it. Well, that's just the gist of it. So hand over the four-star ball. No, no way! This is Grandpa's memento! Huh, don't be so stingy. What's the big deal? It's not like you're using it for anything. I got it. I know what you want. Great. <laughs> uh, Pink, how's this? You can even touch it a little if you want. Why would I want to touch your dirty butt? <laughs> it's not dirty. How rude. <laughs> I got it. Why don't you just come help me search for them? Your grandpa told you to be nice to girls, right? Searching? 
staying here forever will be boring, right? Men like you are supposed to travel around the world and train themselves. Okay, but I'm holding on to the ball. Fine, fine. Just let me borrow it for a bit at the end. <laughs> that went perfectly. After the wish is made, the Dragon Balls all scatter off in different directions, so it doesn't matter. This kid will be the perfect bodyguard. Now then, let's start our fun adventure. But how are we going to search for the other balls if we don't know where they are? <laughs> I have a reputation for my brains, you know. Although my face is cute, too. This will use this. The Dragon Radar. It's an invention I created that picks up on the subtle energy waves emitting from the Dragon Balls. Look, these three are the ones that we have. And the next one's over here. Uh, about 1,200 kilometers to the west. Since you destroyed my car, I'll have to bring something else out. By the way, what's your name? Me? I'm Goku. Son Goku. And you? Bulma. Bulma? <laughs> what a weird name. Shut up. It's not like I'm fond of it myself. <laughs> Bulma! He's so annoying. This is why I hate kids. Translator's note. Bulma is the note for the typically navy blue panty-like tight shorts that are worn in Japan for exercise, P.E., etc., and comes from the English word bloomers. Good to know. All of her last name is Briefs, and all of the members of her family are named after some kind of underwear. Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She has, like, this little uh, compact case that she opens. It's like, what number was it again? Ah, number nine. Pulls out a capsule, pops the top, throws it. Hey, get back! Get back! Oh! Boom! Bicycle. Or motorbike. <laughs> Great. Great. Mm, capsule Corp. Love it. Oh, love God, it. yeah. I love how Toriyama turned the whole Capsule Corp thing into, like, an aesthetic. Yeah. it's Like, like the Capsule Corp rounded. logo is, like, a fashion statement. <laughs> Incredible. This All is a right. great Goku. Let's... This is a fantastic Goku. <laughs> this is the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, this is the thumbnail. <laughs> this this like, is the best Goku. Surprised Goku. <laughs> All right, let's go. Gah, fairy magic! You really are a fairy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not a fairy. Everyone in the city uses hoi poi capsules. Let's hurry up and get in. Goku, poke, like, poke. poking it with the power pole. He's, like, so concerned. <laughs> what? Uh... Goku's screaming as they speed off. This is crazy! It goes faster than I can run! Hey, don't touch me in any weird places. <laughs> 20 minutes later... Ah! <laughs> I like to imagine this entire 20 minutes just been Goku screaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they ramp off of this hill, comes down hard. <sighs> oh, this is Goku. Ah, I can't believe that. Did you just see that now? We flew into the sky. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't think that cliff was going to be so sharp. I'll be right back. Just wait a minute, okay? Em, what? 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 Where are you going? Man, you're really thick-headed. When a lady says those kinds of things, it means she's going to pee. You mean take a piss? Huh? <laughs> Why is she Bulma. going that far away to piss? She should, cause she could have done that right there. What a weirdo! <laughs> Little Bulma running away. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's it's so it's a running joke that Goku doesn't understand that women do not have dicks. That's like the whole joke. <laughs> oh, that that's that's the joke. Okay, yeah, that's got it. the joke. <laughs> Understood. Uh, screaming sound effect. Hmm. What now? Maybe her pee pee was bitten by a snake. Ah, 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 ah. Who the hell are you, her friend? I just oh, met this... her. Are you a friend of hers? Oh, the pterodactyl dinosaur is talking. Great. Yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't not look at this, and I can't look at this and not think of Dragon Quest. Oh what? yeah. What the? Ta, 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 ta. God, yeah, yeah. I have something to talk about. I have something to talk to her about. So just wait here, okay? Ties up Goku to a tree. Huh? I got tied up. How long should I wait? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa ho, ho, ho. it's been a while since I've tasted girl meat. This will be delicious. 
Gross. <laughs> what are you doing? Help me. I'm going to be eaten. Idiot. Stupid. Huh? Oh, she wants me to help her. She should have said that earlier. <laughs> Untying the rope with his tail. That monster. But this is this. Uh, but this is a problem. I can't fly. Ah, uh, old Dragon not, Ball is so innocent. Not yet. <laughs> That's it. Hope I can drive it. I, I'm pretty I sure love, she pulled this thing here. I love this, the effect of like moving really fast, drawing a bunch of like us uh, curved lines for legs, like the uh, just cartoony effect that I like. Well, notice how he always draws like nice, clean action lines to show the direction that the characters come from. So, like, you see the little lines pointing, like, the curved yeah. lines pointing towards the motorcycle. So, he does mm-hmm. that all the time. And that's one of the big reasons why the beam effects were so useful. So, like, mm-hmm. it would show the direction. Like, when they shoot beam attacks in Dragon Ball Z, it kind of, like, shows where they're coming from. And when they're flying, yeah. they leave energy trails. So, that also shows how they're moving. So if the energy okay. energy trail is in an arc, then you know that they flew in a very specific direction, which is like a lot more detail than you usually get out of a comic book. Because when you see a comic book, you see characters doing things and you just kind of have to guesstimate Fill how they're the doing it. But Toriyama always shows exactly where the characters are moving to and from. Hmm. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah, it really is. Yay, I moved it! Hooray! Hooray! Wah! <laughs> Here goes. Go, just a little more. <laughs> Ramps off this hill once more. Catch up with the pterodactyl. Ah, I still didn't reach. <laughs> this guy is really surprised to see the small child in the sky with him. So the phrase in the English dub is he says power pole extend because he calls the stick the power pole. But in, in the actual translation, he just says, stick, get longer. But as stick, we've been doing so longer. far, we're going to go with the English names for everything. So. Yeah. Power pole, extend. Have a taste of my power pole. Hits the fucking pterodactyl <laughs> in the back of the neck. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just dead now. I like that. Yeah. Uh, wah, 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 wah. Peace. Goku gracefully touches down, throws his pole to catch Bulma before she falls off the cliff. That sure ended well. Uh, I peed my pants. <laughs> and so, Goku and Bulma began their great adventure. What lies for them ahead? Get excited for the next chapter. So how about those humble beginnings, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Oh, yeah. this... this cover page is amazing uh-huh it's absolutely fucking incredible like and he always oh. draws them in outfits they would never wear like goku with this like pilot cap i love the pilot cap bulma in this cockpit and yep great and oh, all man. the little details on the instruments like are you kidding me how detailed this is <laughs> yeah there's no reason for it to be this detailed but it is he probably spent more time on this cover art than he did on like a few pages in the actual manga <laughs> And then you look at the pages of the manga, and it's like, oh, boy. He did it. Excuse me. He did it. Yeah. But uh, I think so. I think that that was good. Uh, that that chapter is kind of long. The chapters uh, going forward aren't as long. But, uh, I mean, that's that sure is the first chapter of one of the most important mangas of all time. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and also it, one of my, if not my favorite of all time. So that's always <laughs> fun. <laughs> and next week, we will continue this as well as finishing up Clash and Talking Head and moving forward in the grand Italian adventure. Oh, God, yeah. We have perfect. a lot more adventures in JoJo to go. And things are only going to get more fucking crazy as we go along. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Can't wait. Andy, this time you tell them where they can find oh, us. Oh, God, I got to tell them where to find us. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah get your notes. Oh, get the oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. So we have a Twitter at jojo underscore cast you can yell at us on twitter i'll yell back if i remember to check i usually do i get the notifications Mm -hmm. to my phone so i have no excuse uh there you go yeah and then you can send us an email to what a beautiful podcast at gmail.com i assume jack checks the email occasionally yeah i do i saw that there was an email in march and i'm sorry about that ah shit (laughs) 
but we i it was a very it was a very pleasant comment um I'll, i can check i can check the name right here just just to uh call out so people don't think like oh no can't do that right now whoops but you know who you are you emailed us in march saying that you love the podcast we love you yeah we love you mystery person thank you thank you thank you and then you can also you can hit us up on the subreddit because jack posts the subreddit posts go I there do, do that every yeah. week go go let us know if you like us or hate us on there we love to we love to hear from you jack jack mm-hmm. checks that Yes, I do, because I'm one who dips my toe into Reddit every now and again. It's like, oh, okay. All right, we'll just do some of this today. And then you can find the actual show. Those are how you can contact us, but you can find the show on, you know, the staples. You got iTunes, you got Google Play, and you got our home base on SoundCloud. That's where we upload things directly to SoundCloud. You can see my thumbnails, which I love to spend time pulling from the internet. Beautiful works of art. <laughs> I have a lot of fun doing that and you can catch a new episode a new episode every single Wednesday until we're dead. <laughs> when you put it like that, it's music to my ears. Have we'll a see you guys. Week, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye.